Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be peppery, can be ooh salty, can be, uh, let's see, a little um, tart, you know, a little bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, so today we're talking 90 Day, The Single Live, Season 4, Episode 7, John Tells the Truth. No, he doesn't. No, Patrick and Thais tell the truth in front of John. Mm-hmm. In John's mm-hmm. presence, they tell John's truth in front of John. And John mm-hmm. has to react to his own truth, not from his own mm-hmm. lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, John John witnesses someone telling on him is really what the yeah. episode should be called. <laughs> yes. And he doesn't know how to deal with it because in his mind, it's not true because... He's having big feelings right now. And so he wants to say he wants to say that his big feelings will allow him to step in and take care of Texas Amy and the daughter River, who is a special needs person. And then the uh, Patrick is like, well, let me tell you about this guy, John. Not only does he not want a woman with kids, he doesn't want kids himself. <laughs> so if you wanted more kids, Texas Amy, um, I actually was more shocked that she'd never been out of the country. I mean, let's out of talk- the state. You're absolutely right. Let's just begin with them because we're already on track. Okay, Johnny and this person. So I'm just going to bring up the different types of music again because I'm obsessed with the B music that they bring in for all of the, you know, shots, intro shots. For Johnny, we get like, I mean, you know, bargain basement, ice spice, kind of like hip hop music that's like Las Vegas lights, honey. And then he said, you know, he's pretty pumped because he's uh, he's gonna pick up a woman from the airport. He said, never picked up a woman from the airport before. You know, he's pretty yeah. pumped about it. It's been a week since he's left. And you know, the week has been hard because he's just been like, so, you know, missing Megan or whatever. And so, yeah, that's when he also lets Les loose another nugget that Wahamad already said that she, Megan, has never been out of Texas yet in her whole life. And I just was like, oh God. And then my heart, and then I always thought, then I, my first thought is, oh my God, her first trip is to Vegas? Yeah. Oh, and only oh. for one day. Oh. It was a direct flight, right? She got on Dallas. Like maybe she went to like DW, yeah, no, I had, DTW. San Antonio. Yeah. She's from San Antonio. Yeah. That, oh. and because Vegas is a huge airport. So, so absolutely. It was, just, it was a direct yeah, flight. Yeah. But DTW is like the biggest. Um, sure. And so, so he, so yeah, she, and one day, cause she can't one, one. And then she's like, River has a dad. And I'm like, so where's that dad? He can't take her for a week <laughs> like, well, or for three yeah. days. I've just had so many questions. And I was like, you've never left the state of Texas. Like not no. even to like, I mean, I know people, I know people have never done things. I know that they haven't, but Texas Amy didn't strike me as one of those people. Because I feel like if Danielle Jabali has left Ohio at some point, then maybe Texas Amy had left Texas at some point, you know? Uh, I think they, I have vastly different uh, life energies, um, but um, energy forces. Yeah, she, um, she's still sleepy. Uh, She picks her up and, you know, they're in the car trying, uh, seeing Vegas. And at one point they have this footage of her like going like, like in the passenger seat. And I'm like, is she about to pass out? No, she's just, she's so sleepy. You know, she's always so maybe sleepy. She, maybe she actually has narcolepsy and doesn't want to tell us. I don't know. I mean, if she, if that's what it is, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be right. But also, mm-hmm. uh, hey, you are going to be right. You're going to be right. Um. So yeah, he says, you know, you know, I, I've fallen pretty hard for her. <laughs> hard. You know, I can't do the accent. Um, but let me, let me say something great about her because, you know, like I opened the show every saying uh, that it would be something mildly sweet. She actually has a great tone in her speaking voice. She has a very rich alto tone. She like has a really deep sort of trustworthy, strong voice. I mean, she'd be, she'd be a great podcast host. Hmm. 
Anyway, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I'm not saying you that mean, I'm gonna like repl- what. <laughs> I'm like place you with her. Uh, she's too sleepy. You know. Yeah. Uh, I was like, uh, well, what you're very you sleepy. Half what this, actually half, do you mean? Half this podcast uh, is you rubbing you your eyes. You have such an issue with me rubbing my eyes because you don't because want me to sleepy. like damage the skin. I'm not sleepy. Yes, yeah, I don't know. It's your. It, it's not just the skin. It's your eyelashes. I'm mad. I'm mad at. They're never gonna grow, Chris. I don't want you to do that. Though her poor, they scream. They're like, no, no, they're fine. They're fine. They're no, fine. They're not. They're I'm, they're not going to grow. They're just going to stay little. Okay. I will. I don't talk about it again. Thanks, um, but I like. I like her. I like her thing. Okay, so uh, yeah, take care of yourself. Put that chapstick on. So that's what I want to put up. I want you, you to put, like castor oil on your eyelashes. Leave okay. me alone. <laughs> I want you to only take care of yourself and no, no, don't no, hurt no. yourself. Leave me alone. Okay, take care of your body. So I'm like, I've turned, I've turned into like mildly a Mormon, like honey, the body's a temple. So um, basically then he, we get the best part of this, which is Patrick and Thais and Thais's brand new baby. You know, like Thais is so beautiful. She looks gorgeous. Her makeup looks like on point. Her hair is just like laid out. She's just like unfucking believable looking. Like Patrick scored so highly. He lucked out so completely in his life in like, you know, I mean, in a crazy ass way. So anyway, God bless. They just are like, Patrick is trash. <laughs> they are like, this one, we don't try. We don't, we're barely related to him. Like, we can't believe it. Like, I feel like their energy, if I was her, I'd be like, their energy is how could you be with him? Almost like mild disgust of any woman who would choose him is the energy radiating off of them. You know what I'm saying? It's so interesting because he tells Texas Amy that she, he has she has has to meet his family before he before he makes any decisions about going forward, which is why she mm-hmm. got on an airplane for the first time to leave the state for just one day. <laughs> and <laughs> so bad for one day, very bad. And so Maybe she's expecting just one. She's expecting to probably have to somewhat defend herself or talk about how much she loves John and this is real or whatever for her. And then she sits down in front of his people and they're like, oh no, Amy, girl, you in danger. Like they sit down and tell her about what, like how he's not right for her in very blunt way to where she's like, uh, they're like, what do you think about what everybody said? And she's like, I'm still, I'm still processing it. I'm still processing what everyone just said to me because I was going to come here with an ultimatum actually. And now I know that he may not be as honest with me as I, as he's saying, or I mean, I'm pretty sure she didn't think this deep. He wants to do these things for her, but he's just not equipped for it. Like they start talking about the stepdad that they had growing up. And like, he's like, yeah, I could do it. I could do it. And we're like, and everyone is like, no, you um, have just been fucking her in a hotel for the last three months. That part. So Patrick says, that, Patrick says that. I don't know how, like, that's what I think. Like, I think half of their mild judgment of her is like, how does she think that, how does she think that he could be a father when all they've done is fuck in a variety of, ho- you know, three-star hotels in the past five months? And like, why? And like, they trap her in this dinner. They know he doesn't want to be a father. And they're like, hey, young thing, did you, what, you just over having kids? You don't want to have any kids? And she's like, well, I always thought I want to have two, a boy and a girl. Like, also, God bless you. Yes, her I'm child sorry. has a- Can you do that again with a, with an alto voice? Because you just went soprano. And you just told us she had a great sultry alto. So do it again. I know, I know, I know. I know. Alto. They're like, they're like, they're like, do you want to have kids? And she's like, well, I always wanted to, you know, a boy and a girl. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I have the girl, so I, I really want the boy now. And and then Patrick is, Patrick is like, well, John doesn't. And John's and face they, is like. And Thais is there like, shakes her head in Brazilian. With the baby, like, doesn't want this, doesn't want it, you know? And meanwhile, Megan's like, I remember, like, how sweet it was to have a sweet baby boobs with boobs in the babies. I just want baby boobs. I want to smell their faces and, and stroke their face skin with my, on my face. And I get it, you know? Like, that's the Justine, you know? Like, oh, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Johnny's like, get that thing out of here. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want the responsibility of a baby. I didn't say I didn't want to be a stepfather. I said I didn't want kids. I didn't want a baby. 
Honey, he is a and child. You're going to already have a child. John is like a child. How could he, babies having babies? Yes. <laughs> Thais is like, John is like a baby. You have to take care of baby and John. So I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, dang. Now, it needed to happen. It was great TV. They, they knew what they were going to come there and say and do. And they did it. It's like Patrick and Thais, like, here, infusing it with the greatness. I have an honest to God question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that in this moment, John feels shame? betrayed? Yes. No. Oh, oh. I, I don't, what do you think? Okay. I, I think that he feels betrayed. I don't think he feels shame because I think that he doesn't, um, I think that he doesn't know that his decision-making skills are not good. Like people no, you, who are, oh, go ahead. Do you think that, do you think that he knows it's bad that they said that he doesn't want to have a, be a father and that this person next to him yes. is like, I yes, I think he knows that, but he doesn't, he, he probably just thinks that they have blown his cover or they mm-hmm. have given her this information too, too soon. And it's not, you know, why they throw him under the bus because he's getting older yeah. and he wants someone and he, this is who is going to settle for him. Because most women of his, you know, in his orbit have more than one child and they probably don't have a good job down at, you know, the lunchbox where Amy, I, like, what does Amy do? That's what I want to know. He's probably like, she's got a good job, you know, she isn't too hoity-toity, you know, and she only has one kid, you know, like, I think like, he's like, oh, I'm ready to settle down. But instead of him just finding a girl in his orbit that has no kids and like does and wants the same things that he does and ha- kind of has the same like cocaine addled world life view, uh, he can't find that person. So he's trying to settle down with this person. And Patrick and Thais are not having it. You know, it's interesting because who's even in his orbit? He like is from Boston. Then we first season, he's living with Patrick and Thais and I forgot where, but he needs to find somebody who was in Texas. And then now they're in Vegas. He doesn't like, he just keeps following his brothers around. Like he he worked for his brother. Like, I don't, you know, he met, you know, Megan or Texas Amy on the internet, you know, like she slid it into his DMs. I'm, we're assuming after season one of that have, like she, this is how humble this is. She is the best he can do after being on TV and fame. And I'm not saying that she's bad. She's better than him. But like, God bless, you know? Yeah. I think that she's better than him because I think that she, well, I'm not quite sure. We don't know. They seem we actually perfectly suited for each other, don't mm-hmm. they? Kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. They do. It's because they it don't. Like, it feels like she grew up because she had a child. They don't know each other at all. Like she's coming in here, like you said, with the ultimatum of being like, move, you know, pick a date where you're going to either decide to be mine and then move to where I live or not. And what she should be thinking is, is this person who I should spend the rest of my life with and is worthy of being in the family that is me and my child? Like that's where she should be thinking. But instead she's trying to micromanage, I guess, the trajectory of this relationship by putting an end cap on like when they're going to like be together in a kind of crazy way, but also only because it robs her of the space to make a better decision, which is not him, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's been on TV and she slid into his DMs. What a great love story. She can tell the kids, you know, when they grow. I think that she's holding on to something like that. Um, um, it's better than Hinge. And I, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Let's move on to Awkward Ask Tim. I just want to talk about this real quick because, uh-huh. again, why do we keep getting Tim? Just say it's Tim and Veronica, single life. Like, give them their own segment. It's just too much. This is crazy. Um, And just, it's crazy how she ended up getting on the 90 Day Fiance world. They love her. Anyway, so um, he goes out with Luisa, who looks stunning, and her titties look great in that dress. My God. Yeah, just so, like, just plump. And just, and, like, the V went lower, but it didn't look that, like, you know, trashy. It looked great. And uh, he also, it was so short, but she's so like kind of petite that she can wear really short things in a way Mm -hmm. that us tall ladies cannot wear them. When I wear like 
I can, I mean, I love to wear short ass things. It's my favorite thing to do because I, because I love I my legs. You can't do it. I know. Okay. I know it. But I know I just I just it's just so I'm also just because my legs are long and so inevitably inevitably things are short, you know? Thanks, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I can't do it either because I while my butt has fallen and I need to do more exercises to build it up, mm-hmm. um, my hips and butt make everything come up. They just like ride. I just I like I and just I can't wear anything short. I gave it up in New York City. I gave it up. Mm. In New York City. That's the last. That's the last time I wore a short dress. After that, it's like if I'm it, I have one skirt that's short. It's not super short and it's faux leather, um, and I wear it with tights. But mm. I'm always worried. I'm always worried. Um, so he doesn't, he's 40 something years old and she's having to do all the heavy lifting. And I hope that if they end up getting together, that it's worth it and that he pays all her bills because the yeah. amount of work that she is putting in to get this man to do anything, to move their relationship faster than the tortoise of the tortoise in the hair deserves to be some accolades and payment afterwards she deserves for the stress of this to get something some kind of yield from this some some dividends if you will i could not do what she's doing because at every moment the behavior in which i was witnessing would make me unattracted so i couldn't therefore want sexual intimacy with someone who I just just in every second was getting more and more turned off by that's what's confusing you know like I you know I yeah she the thought of someone who doesn't want to kiss me after spending three dates with me I mean I don't have to tell you it's like she has great self-esteem to me I'd be like what's either what's wrong with you or what do you think is wrong with me? I'm fine, but there's something that you think is wrong with me in your own mind. That's making it so that you cannot kiss me after three dates. And honey, like what? Get me the fuck out of here. You know, like that's kind of like where my head goes, but this nice woman is like, I'm just going to keep trying. I know that I'm hot and you know, he wants it. So I'm just going to, you know, make it happen. You know, like, Oh, and again, the whole time has to keep telling us how into him that she is. She has to keep saying it a lot. When she's, when he says, are you forcing me to kiss you? I would have been like, oh no, babe, I'm not. Actually, I have to go. Um, I wish you all the best because I'm not forcing anyone to kiss me. And if you think like that you that's what I'm doing, then we are on different pages and I bid you adieu. Hasta, lo, hasta man, uh, mañana. Uh, no, no. Hasta luego. Mm-mm. No, yeah. hasta la vista. <laughs> hasta. Maybe. Get the fuck out of my face. Hasta. I've never seen you. Hasta nunca. Hasta nunca. Hasta nunca. Nothing. Nadie. Never. Okay. Ever again. Um. So. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's pretty egregious. And then he's like, uh, Something about, I think me and Jamal, uh, we will eventually get there. I'm just like, who gives, this is so stupid. Yeah, I mean, at one point he just says, though, uh, that, you know, I'll just, just get past him, that he doesn't want to kiss her because he liked to brush his teeth. And she says he tastes like steak and God bless, God bless. I and mean, I hate every moment of that. And he also feels like maybe he's drunk. At one point then he says, this point makes no sense. After we witnessed this, this horrible kiss, what? I thought you said port. I was like, what port? <laughs> what port? Very Cal- I thought you said what part. You said what port. And I was like, oh, it's very California of you. Go ahead. What? Newport. Um, anyway, but yeah, he, they have a kiss and it's not fun to look at. It's not, it's not a comfortable kiss. She says it's great. It's not great. Like I, we all know what a great kiss is. Like we've been, we know how to kiss and we have been fucking kissed mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. lifetimes. Mm-hmm. We're grown-ass people and that wasn't mm-hmm. it Mm-mm. not it not at now, all having said that he never then seen her, goes, never heard of her. you know you just remind me you're like the female version of me mm-hmm. going after what you want no Mm-mm. we've never seen that we don't see that we saw you go to columbia and jennifer run all over you um but um we don't see you going after what you want 
We've never seen yeah, it. like if you went after what you want, wouldn't you have kissed her already? Why wouldn't you have been the one that? Why wouldn't if he, she was the? If you are, she's the female. You, she wouldn't have had it. She is you. Are you insane? Mm-hmm. Also, she's sexy. You're not. Um, she knows how to put on eyeliner. You don't. Um, she knows how to curl her eyelashes when she's putting on mascara. You did not. You don't. Um, also, that intro scene of him wearing that pink furry coat. I know. Uh, what a choice. Okay. Um, do you want to move on to Tyre? Yes, but first we have to start with Wow, wow, we're in Louisiana. Boom, 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 we're in Louisiana. No, no, no. Wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, listen, I love me a little Nola in- intro. Like, you know, we're knee deep in it. It is like high time. I'm so happy for it. He, you know, met that girl on that in that last day. And so now it's the next day and he set up a whole goddamn date and we're excited about it. He has his bros there. He's like this light blue shirt or this light green shirt. And they're like the blue one. It's so much better. And we're like, okay. And then, uh, then we realized that, yeah, he set up a whole ass thing or the producers. We're not quite sure. And the thing is a voodoo tour. And this is my LOL part. So he, that he shows up, the tour guides there. And I'm going to tell you that this tour guide, gives me Michael from Curious Case and Natalie Grace vibes, like Natalia Grace vibes. Like I feel like Michael should go and be a tour guide for whatever dumb thing he wants to do. Like I once time did a tour in Boston of like stuff, but you know, Michael likes to act things out, especially if it was like a murder tour. Like he'd be very good. Remember him like banging the ground? Like he's a one man. So basically then Tyre's date shows up. And by the way, we already had an episode called Tyre's first date. That wasn't actually his first date. So now this episode that's called John tells the truth, which he doesn't ever tell should be called Tyre's first date. Anyway, then this girl shows up and she's like, Hey, yeah, no, I totally just got done with a marathon sprint thing. So I'm just like knee deep in this NOLA like tourist shit you know she went to the swamp she did a swamp i know you said a marathon but let me just let me bring you back i do a marathon i thought it was a marathon swamp she went on a swamp tour is what i thought okay yeah that's what oh a marathon you thought she did a triathlon in the swamp why did she smell i rode a bike and then just swim through the water and then got on the other side we saw how athletic she is tyra can't even get over how athletic she is okay Just that got shirt. out, girl. Got out, girl. Climbed a mountain. Okay, then that's where she got that shirt of. That's the shirt of the marathon. I think they get that black okay. shirt with all the writing yeah. on it. Like so she know, came running and they get all their shoulder titties. You know, uh-huh. she comes running up and she's like, "Am I late? I hope I'm not late. I just came from the swamp and I hope I don't smell." I mean, this woman does not give up about this date. She does not give up. It's a hundred and five degrees, and I know it's humid. I know there's humidity. I can see it on him later. I know Tyree oh, has sweat stains on his shoulders. I've never seen him. Like, I've never Up seen here. I've never seen them like that before. I don't know. I've never seen it either. Not and so, here. like, I'm just like, you guys, why didn't you plan an indoor adventure? 105? Oh, baby, no. Uh-uh. He doesn't know how to date because if that were me, I would have been like, we can't do it in this. We can't. I'm sorry. It's going to be uncomfortable for the both of us. So why don't we go indoor mini golfing where there is some air conditioning? Uh, that was, that's wild. They did. And it was awkward. Yeah, it goes to yeah. indoor jazz. But then he, she wouldn't be able to hear his like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm, not a, I'm not a butcher. I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> I, that last dumb. Oh. This white man on this tour, honey. Now think about this is voodoo. The the one thing he does is tell about like someone that dies or like out of one of the balconies, but like but also shouldn't that- a black person be doing it? Like yes. I, listen, yes. should not should not a like New yes. Orleans black person be telling the story of voodoo? How is like a, a white man real, gonna tell the story you're right. of slave religion? <laughs> like is this a Cajun? I mean, if he was Cajun. Okay, I, f- I follow some Cajun on TikTok. Cajun women, oh, they sound so cute. Uh, I could, I just needed, I needed something. I wish they would. I wish that we really we could highlight more of like the Cajun white folks of the Bayou and the South because I mean, when they be in the kitchen, I find them on TikTok, y'all. When they be making jambalaya and red beans and rice, I believe them. This is not. I don't feel like it's when you see a Northerner do it. 
And you're just like, oh, this is about to be some bullshit. She about to put some raisins in this shit for no fucking reason and substitute something for cauliflower. No, no, no. These white folks get down. And it was a missed opportunity for us to not see Mrs. Gwen do some kind of gumbo jambalaya something or other. Mm, mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the culture is deep and steep. And some of them, if they are, uh, some of them be still be speaking the uh, patois. You know what I mean? They still be sp- speaking that weird French. So, mm. And I'm like, like give me this culture. This is what I want to see. Anyways, so we didn't get that, though. We got something else. <laughs> we, um, we certainly did not get that. We definitely got some sweaty shoulders, though. So they go eat. And um, I thought Tyree was on some kind of journey, but I guess he's on vacation. So I saw those French fries. I peeped them. I'm not judging him because I just really want French fries. And But she took it to another level, Miss Skinny Mini. She picked them French fries up and put it on her salad, talking about it's a Philadelphia or Boston or something type, type salad. And I said, oh, so you you just put French fries on your salad and that makes it that kind of salad? Now, I'm just going through withdrawals because I have made a choice this month to eat well. And so seeing French fries and seeing anything delicious, not to say that I'm not eating delicious food I am, but it's not the normal comfort, delicious, high caloric, delicious foods that I have been eating. And so I was like, hmm, okay, good for everybody involved in this situation. Me, I'll just eat my lentils and rice. Well, I, I like lentils and rice. You know that with some onions and some jandada. I she said that she said that fries on the salad were supposed to be like croutons. I disagreed. Um, I don't get that at all. Uh, I like croutons for sure. I love fries. Like I love fries. So to me, salad and fries are like chef's kiss. Like you don't have, you could, to share some fries with a friend and you order and you get to order salad is like, to me, the healthiest balance. You know, like what a yeah. lunch. You know, like yeah. if I got a chicken salad. And there's like some feta or goat cheese and you get whatever the fuck you want. But we also want like a side of fries to share. Like I will cry and be like, how did life get so sweet? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I want those fries to be very crispy and very hot. And what you won't see me do is and put the hot crispy fries on top of my very cold salad and then like ruin the texture <laughs> that way. But I'm not from Philadelphia, honey. That's not me. But they keep saying in this date how the conversation is so easygoing and stuff like that. But there's nothing that is sexual. We do find out that, you know, she's, she's in the military, you know, and she usually dates some other military peeps and she's had, you know, like some past for Lele's that, you know, and they didn't go the, the easiest and she's not into long distance for Lele's because, you know, she won't, what? Yeah. What is the point of this? I, I, maybe I'm just somebody who like, doesn't enjoy just like frivolous dating. Like I need to know where we're going to either. We're going to like have some kind of long-term good sexual relationship where you care about my orgasm or we're, uh, going to go out on dates and you're fine with the girlfriend experience with me, uh, because you want to spend money on me and you want to take me out and have me on your arms, oh, but there's no, yeah. there's no whatever, but this is not that. So why Melissa even engaged, that's her name. I don't know. In this, I mean, maybe it was to have Tyree be like uh, on a date with somebody, but it just mm-hmm. feels like she's like, oh, I just want to be friends with him. She's in her vacation. She was with her friends. The producers came up to her while she was eating in like basic Lululemon active where the day before and they were like, hey, will you just come back and uh, do this other thing? We'll set up this like voodoo tour and whatever and a little lunch. You'll get free lunch afterwards. She's like, well, I have the swamp marathon thing, thing, whatever. And they're like, after the swamp marathon come. She's like, well, I'll smell like, oh, don't even worry about it. It's fine. So she like, you know, she's like, well, this is what, so she gets to go back now to Pat O'Brien's with her hurricanes and be like, you guys, I had the craziest day, (laughs) you know, like, and what a vacation for this woman, by the way, thank you for serving us, our country, (laughs) is what I'm saying, you know, I'm glad, Uh, thank you for serving us both ways, the entertainment Mm -hmm. of being Tyree's actual first date, I was also serving our country, and you know what, I think she's perfect because she was very sweet and very open, they could conversate, now he has actually no problem conversating with women. I don't know why I said it like that, conversing with women, where he has problems, I'm assuming, and what this feels like, is the getting over of the feelings of maybe like isolation within your body and to share your body with someone and then to feel comfortable touching someone and their body with a full amount of like consent and stuff is it those are a lot of things to get around you know it's so interesting because there's a lot of like sexual therapists and a lot of sexual therapy and a lot of sexual therapy and sex work and there's such a beautiful spectrum in between 
I can really see someone that maybe feels like what Tyre deals with benefiting from a sexual therapist who can allow and works with some amount of intimate touching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The way he described, like, how do I know if I kiss her? Do we do we just lock eyes and just know that we're just like getting close together? And then we do. And then his his brother's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That is a fairy tale. No, no, no. You you make a choice that you want to kiss this person. And then when you're done doing whatever the, the, the meal is or the activity is, then you guys look at each other. And if she gets close to you then maybe she wants, then maybe she like wants to kiss. But then you can also go, I, I mean, and I know Chris doesn't like, the, I, I don't know this. I thought I heard you once say that you don't like this. So I don't know that for sure. I'm not going to put it in your mouth. What I'm saying is, is that I like it when a guy is like, may I have a kiss? Can, you know, and I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. with that. I don't love it. You're right. Uh, I think it ruins the moment. I want, I want Lucia of Tim and Lucia to kind of, Lucia to kind of help Tyre. You know, she can just, <laughs> She's so good at like just coming in. She's gonna be like, look, listen, if you want to kiss, I'll tell you what to do. You stare, you stand there and you stare at them. And then they say something. And then you say, I don't want to talk. And you keep staring at them. You get closer and closer. They go, are you getting closer? And you say, yes. And then Tyree, you go, I don't want to talk. Yeah. (laughs) But I do want to use these lips. And then honey, you go in for the kiss. That's, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think that, you know, he needs, he needs, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just needs like someone to like, just like, get it and do it. But the thing about it is then he'll always fall back on wanting aggressive women where it takes all of the onus off of him, you know? And the truth of the matter is it's not horrible. And I'm saying this really for myself. This is like literally my mantra right now. It's not horrible to be in an amount of discomfort. And sometimes you cannot run from the uncomfortable things and, you know, wish they don't exist because they make you stronger. Then I think that sometimes, you know, obviously putting yourself out there is a hard thing to do, but it makes you stronger or whatever. And it's uncomfortable as hell, especially because if, you know, you don't want to be rejected or whatever, but you really see, you know, how someone could be impeded by fear in such a way uh, in this. And you're just like, come on, Tyree, do it. You just, you know, I, I love it. By the way, I love his brothers that are with him. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like they want the best for him so much. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I, I'm uncomfortable a lot my whole life. So there's that. <laughs> mm. Well then, uh, yeah. So like, it's part, it's a part of it. Like it's a part of, you know, to a certain extent life in that manner. Um, and so I just think that he though, just doesn't know what to do. And, and he feels maybe too late to the game to learn the skill. And he has to just be opening open to learning the skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that happens usually in your teen years or your early twenties. So I, I imagine it's hard. Um, okay. Let's move on. I would like to talk about two blonde biddies left, honey. You get yeah. your choice of blonde biddy. I know. Um, do we want to talk about, I want to, uh, what do you, uh, let's talk about Natalie. You'd, okay. Um, so honey, Natalie, uh, let me, Okay, so yeah, we the music intro was Taylor Swift style music, you know, like this was very or like a maybe a little bit Lana, but it was like white girl, kind of like pensive, you know, and it's like her changing situation. She's like on the beach now, you know, or whatever, like in her like intro. But it's in fact Halloween. It's your favorite time of year. Oh it's my god, my favorite. Oh, no. Yeah, it's my second birthday. So they have a, they do go do a Halloween thing. And I just wanted to be there with the mother. And she is so delightful. She is like, oh my God, we should bring that down. This is so great. Look at this mama. Look at the, the pumpkin band. Oh, and then just the whole time in Ukrainian. I loved it. I loved it. The lights, it the lights are so beautiful. You know, yes. like, yeah, the joy. It was very, it was great because sometimes I, I look at European, okay, European, Euro, I mean, abroad, they have, there's so many beautiful cultural celebrations, right? Like in India, they have like so many goddamn gorgeous cultural celebrations that I can't think like if I was there to watch it, like I would just be in awe. And the same thing in like Europe, think about the Christmas markets and like that. I do like a bunch of crazy, like Geneva, like I don't know, like, but like to me, I'm like, this just looks like a bunch of LED lights. So to me, it's bananas that they're like, oh, it's so great. I'm like, oh, good. Oh, mm-hmm. it's we Halloween. have some stuff that you guys like too? Okay. Yes. You know, it's, Hall- it's Halloween. It's great. Um, And so, <laughs> Uh, so 
then the mother is like it would be so great i'm sure she's seeing all these little cute kids roaming around and she's like it'd be Mm -hmm. great if like Mm -hmm. if we could bring the kids here at some point and i first i was like what kids and i thought she's talking about josh's kids and i was like no she (laughs) is uh subtly telling natalia natalie uh uh that uh natasha have many names um that she you kind of miss the boat and then Natalie goes into the story that we've all known, but this is the first time she's told it on 90 Day Fiance. So for those of you who didn't know this about Natalie, we knew this years ago when she first was being a rude BB to to Mike. Um, But yes, Mike is her third marriage. And her first one, she self-admits that she was too young to be able to understand that having a stable, boring guy is the absolute way you want to go. Absolute way you want to go. Um, and so she divorced this man because he wasn't sparkle, sparkle fun. And then Mm -hmm. she got with another, and her mother liked him because he was like good and respectful. Then she got with another man who her mother didn't like because he was like a military guy and he was putting a lot of demands on her. And maybe in the beginning she liked the structure and probably he was very much like, Yeah, let's go, let's get this done. Like, I want you on my arm or whatever. And then she gets with Mike, who mom loves. Mom is like that man. Proposed to you in Paris, you weird bitch. You got proposed to in Paris. Yeah. And then moved to another country so that that man could take care of you. And instead of you just making lemonade out of lemons, Mm -hmm. you, you choose, you chose not to. Mm -hmm. Like you made a choice not to. And now we're in this situation where you've moved to a much more expensive place in the country and are Mm -hmm. holding on by our fingertips and some like cameos. Right. Mm -hmm. Just like every day her mother sees her doing cameos, sees her doing social media stuff. And it's just like, okay, hopefully we can make the money and, you know, hopefully whatever. So she's like, where is Josh? And then we find out that Josh has been back and forth to Arizona because that's where his kids are. And Natalie is not a part of these things um, and not even spoken of. So he's like, she's like, I'll buy my own ticket and I'll go to, you know, uh, Arizona to hang out with you and your kids. And he's like, absolutely not. Like, no, I'm not going to introduce you to my child, which is such a huge fucking red flag. And so one year, they've been dating one year or two. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. She's like, I would have been married by now. Every other guy would have been married by now. Yes. Which is also a little unrealistic, but fine. You know, like that's her journey. That's her story. So listen, I was happy for her. I was like, oh my God, you find men and you're crazy with your crazy ass who to marry you in a, within a year. That is great for you. How lovely does it, must it be to have those big blue eyes? Um, And so, and that curly hair. So she's like sitting here, like really thinking about her life and feeling bad that she hasn't given her mother the next generation as her mother has wanted. Probably the better part of 15 years of Natalie's roaming around having, you know, more than that. She got married when she was 22 and she's like 35 or seven or something by now. So like her mother is just like, what have you been doing? Like you've been running through men like, to- like toilet paper. So find someone and have them babies. Um, you're not, you're not, you're, yeah, exactly what she says. And the truth is Natalie says something that I think is really astute, which is true. Like whether you believe ever all parts of her in the jaw situation, he, in this situation, the narrative we're given is that he keeps putting up resistance because no because this no because that or whatever and she's like the man that wants to be with you will like think of solutions to have you close and wants to like and that's true like it's it's true across the board it's, it's just like what you sent me that tiktok video today i think i don't want to be like a gen you know in this situation you know she's a woman talking about men but i think two people that want to be together. If, when you want to be with someone, if you like someone, if you, especially if you are starting this journey and you like someone and you're starting to like r- be romantic, you want to spend time with them. You want to be with, w- with them. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you should mm-hmm. introduce them to your family after three months, but you know, it, and I, I think that there's like boundaries to be had, but at the same time, you think of like solutions in such a way. And it's, it, Natalie is smart and astute to be picking up the fact that Josh is a fucking fuckboy, and that's always what he is. Now we have to talk to you what, about what's happening in real time. Mm-hmm. IRL, February two thousand twenty-four. So horrible situation. Let me tell you, I did some sleuthing uh, because we unfortunately got wind that Josh's son was involved in like a really 
intense motorcycle, I'm sorry, a motor accident, some sort of accident in some way, physical accident. And he had to go through different surgeries and he is going to recover. Although I think that he unfortunately had to have his leg amputated, which is horrible. And our heart goes out to them in the family. So at this time, I'm like, oh my God, I'm looking at this. And Josh is posting on social media about it, posting on his Instagram story, all about it. You know, like he has a post on his feed of his son right now on the feed and he was posting updates. So I started to be like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if Natalie mm-hmm. went posted. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And, and prayer hands, not only not, not only that, she doesn't follow him, he doesn't follow her. So mm-hmm. in real time, they don't even follow each other on Instagram, much less, even if she didn't follow him because she only wanted to follow, let's just say her Instagram account was like only like Paris Hilton and Ariana Grande as if she's one of them kind of I don't know mm-hmm. you know how some people mm-hmm. some influencers do that but they're like we I only follow this was like when blue check marks were only like the top top you're like uh-huh, lol but no that's not the case and then because at I I don't imagine a world in which you would let someone you're dating how they post on their feed about how their child had gone through something and not publicly sh- be like Oh my God, my heart's in prayer. Whatever, like, but she's obviously not posted anything. So it's just very, very, very telling. And yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. She's she's not into it. But uh this this scene we get of him just like watching her walk up. Uh, she doesn't want to give him any sort of eyeline as she like walks up to this like meeting over it is so lol to me. Like when she wants to give cold Natalie, she will. And it's like one of my favorite parts about her, you know. Yes. Um, I see myself in her because I do that too. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, when I'm done with somebody, you're dead. Like you don't exist. We could be in the same room and I'll sit next to you and not say shit ever. And I won't give you anything. I won't, I won't ignore I won't, I won't, I won't give you a chuckle once I've decided. So I I mean, she has not told him anything, but she's now just have this in her head about like he doesn't want to be with me. And I was like, everything that he's ever done has shown that he doesn't want to be with you. <laughs> so, like, I don't know yeah. why. I, we're missing the good parts. We're missing whatever it is that's keeping her there um, because it's crazy because she is treating him poorly when Mike and her are still married and probably putting money in her bank account. I, absolutely. I'm going to tell you this right now. We typically think about the f- Even if, okay. Let's just say you're dating someone for a year and now you're going to move out to where he lives with your mother and your mother just came from a different country and doesn't speak nary a word of the one a that country we, from English. war, a war, like, God bless. And you know, the war, mm-hmm. the whole thing. And let's just say that you, I just can't even imagine that he would not have let Natalie stay at his house the first or second night, but they had to go to a hotel. Like he has a place in LA. Like if he couldn't pick her up because he was so busy with the models, you know, model and honey just up and just so busy picking the big, big famous models that he, uh, he's always picking at the faces out of the crowd. Uh, like that part's crazy. You know, I mean, Natalie's mom is right. You know, she's like, this man doesn't give one fuck about you. One fuck doesn't give a fuck. You know, like I almost wish that she was meaner to him when she met him. But I think Natalie would have been pissed. But if I wish that Natalie's mom had looked at him, like we all know, and it's been like, you don't give a shit about her. So I'm not going to give mm-hmm. a shit about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This and by the way, this is over if I don't, if I want it to be. I mean, you know, he, he has no, he has nothing in the game. He doesn't care that much about her. That's the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is. And that's what she means. Mm-hmm. She means it. She says it. If he did, he would find solutions if he cared about her and wanted to be with her. If he loved her enough, he like whatever it was, he would want to spend holidays with her, but whatever mm-hmm, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, I think the 90 day universe early on was like that. He was still with the baby mama or the, uh, his ex-wife or the mother of these children or the one that we met that from season one member, she like has that yeah. number from on the boat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I forgot that girl's mm-hmm. name. Um, and again, I, no flippancy to his family. God bless. I'm happy that his, I don't know anyone's name. That's why, but you know, I'm happy that his son is, is healthy. That's all I have to say. All right, let's move on to Debbie and herself, uh, Julian. Okay, so Debbie and Julian are sitting by the pool, and she is li- Ruben the Cuban. Yeah, yeah, Ruben the Cuban. Sorry. I was like, Cuban who? I could. I know you couldn't remember. I was like, Ruben the Cuban. Um, and so 
she's sitting there and uh, Julian, she's talking to Julian about what happened. And Julian's like, oh, I want to meet this guy. And she's like, absolutely not. She's tired of her fucking kids being her business. She's like, hell no, or like something. She's the way she says it is like, you're not going to do this. Um, and so she just is, I mean, feeling good though. She, she does like him. We weren't sure last episode whether or not she liked him because of the kiss, but she confirmed it today that she does like him. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I guess oh, so. No? I think it's funny that Julian expected his mom to tell Ruben that, she, that he was in fact here. And she's like, what am I supposed to say? The police are coming. You know, which I thought was also like funny. Like um, she, she really always like wants to give us like, Oh, Julian, I just love a little international flavor in dating. You know, she's like an international delight, coffee, cream, right? She's like, everything is, you know, a little touristy kind of, but God bless. Um, but yeah, Ruben then picks them up, picks her up for their date. Julian runs to their hotel room, which now we realize is like on the first floor, what looks like right adjacent to the lobby because he looks out their window and can see the tricycle car that's oh, right at the valet. This is the worst so, room ever. So yeah, so I'm like, talk about so loud. I mean, but I'd be like, immediately get me another room. Are you, are you kidding me? So then he's like, I'm going to run the plates or whatever. But God bless, they get in the tricycle, honey. And like, you know, they're cruising around um, Miami. And then we get also, because this is the theme of the episode for me is music. I love this B song that Matt Sharp uses so much. And they, the first time I heard it, I think was for Carlos, uh, for one of the like 90 day in paradise ones, which was the song that goes, Okay, so now that I've sang it for you, I'm going to tell you that I've heard it at least three times. This is the third time that I've heard it in an episode. It absolutely was used in a Carlos one. I will go back in a Valentine one. I'll find it for you. <laughs> it could have also been used in a Kenny and Armando one too. Like, because <laughs> God bless, they will use it for any sort of like South Latino American, you know, Latin movies, like, you know, obviously the words oh are, God. if you didn't hear the words, it's I, 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 my life, my <laughs> life. I, by the way, I just love like this song is gonna be my fucking mantra. Like because I really am just like it's so dramatic. It's just so like oh oh, it, oh 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 god oh god oh god my life my life. It's just like it's such a great song. Uh, fucking fuck you, Taylor Swift. Um, uh, anyway, God bless. So. Then the, we get like another like thing where they get some yummy Cuban morsel pastry, some yum Cuban sandwich. It's a Cuban sandwich, honey's right. And she's like, oh, I love to have a little piece of Cuba in my mouth. And I'm just like, this is like, it's, wow. you know what it is? It's she's, she's like watching a version of Golden Girls where it's Blanche and, uh, you know, what's her face together. Dorothy. It's like, yeah. Dor oh no, it's, Bl it's, Blanche and Rose? Sophia. No. Oh, Sophia. Wait, oh, I was just naming no, all the golden girls. There's Rose, they, there's Dorothy, uh -huh. there's Sophia. It's Rose. it's Rose and Blanche. Rose and Blanche together. Because Debbie has a like a Rose style, like wide-eyed innocence, but also a Blanche style. I'm horny and hot mm -hmm. and I know it. Mm -hmm. And so I mean, there's a lot of innuendos for her of like, you know, like either being, I'm so innocent, but also I'm horny, you know, which mm -hmm. I'm like so excited about anyway. So, um, I, I liked the little ride in his blue tricycle. I thought that was cute for them. He tried to help her get in there and everything. And she's like, I could do it. And then he just like slides in. He's like a cooler Gino. He's like better Gino. Huh. Let's look at him. Um, yeah. But the beard is yeah, He is kind of Gino. This, he put on a shirt that is pink splatter painting, just watercolor Jackson Pollock. I mean, just, I mean, just a splatter watercolor pink thing. And then he was like, I need a hat. Let's make sure it's also splatter paint because that's the, th it's splattered paint theme. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he just is going for a certain aesthetic that is mishmashy and pishposhy, but can be underneath the moniker of artist. He's he's artistic. You know, and uh, we just all have to live in that world where this guy gets to represent the, you know, artists or whatever. But I just I mean, he gave her a new adventure and um, she's like, I just really like to not guys who want to try new things. Um, And so or was that Tyree who said that? Tyree and talking, talking, Tyree and Melissa talking about what they want in a partner. And Tyree's like, I, she's like, I like a person who likes to travel. And then Tyree just was like, yeah, me too. Uh, travel is at the top of my list. I'm like, Tyree, you've barely been anywhere. What are you talking no about? Travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just like, he's like, yeah, this is really weird. Generic. Okay. Anyways, back to the cafecito. So they're having cafecito. And so she, Debbie's like, well, my son, Julian, because of my last international ex expedition, he doesn't trust me. So he insisted, I mean, insisted that he come along. And Ruben's like, uh, your son is here. And she's like, yes, unfortunately. And he's like, okay. And and then they talk through how awkward it's going to be for him to meet the son after the second date. But he'd do it because the guy's here. But he also hopes that he doesn't grill him. And I was like, he is Ruben. That's the only way a grown-ass man would want to meet the person that their mother is dating on the second date and not have any boundaries to like allow, at least allow Debbie to find out if she really likes him or to at least allow Ruben to decide if he really likes Debbie. Because the truth is, is like, Ruben is not a, a high school kid coming home to meet the dad. He doesn't he doesn't need to stand in front of your son or, or Julian in order to get that permission. Uh, this is not that scenario. And Julian's trying to make it that scenario. And so easily, Julian can ruin this for Debbie. And he doesn't care. Well, yeah, I mean, I wonder if Julian's going to find anything, you know, when he runs Ruben's tricycle plates. Oh, that's true. You know, DUIs. How many DUIs has he is he done in the tricycle? You know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. are you looking as Usher on? Yeah, I, I feel. It's a, I saw halftime jump on the screen. I know. I'm, so, I'm like, so I'm like, you're watching the just so you know, if you're if you are watching on Patreon, you'll know that if you're watching the stream, her eyes just jetted over like honey, as if someone was in her room yes. with her. Wait, I know. Wait. Is it? <laughs> so that she, wait, hold on, hold on, is hold it? on. Hold on, hold on. Let me put my. Well, I gotta get mine on. I know. Well, I we're know. done. Let's look, just finish this. <laughs> we're done. We have nothing else to say. You start looking, and I'm gonna start saying exit stuff. You guys, we have to watch the Super Bowl, just so you know. But just so you know, this okay. Is the end of the yeah, episode. let's we let's got get it. out of this because I don't know where we're at. Okay. okay. Anyways, <laughs> we are done so we because that is okay, the end. That is we, that so is what happened guys, with all the stuff. Do you want to see the visuals of what you're listening to? Uh, uh, Patreon.com/slash/DocuSweetie is ten dollars a month. You get okay. No, it's not. It's a commercial. Okay, great. Here we go. Let's put that away. Um, hey everyone. So we're at the end of this episode. We want to thank you guys so much for joining us. If you would like to join us on Patreon for $10 a month, you can. Um, it is patreon.com slash You get extra content such as library first Monday of the month. So if you like that stuff, come with us. If you can't, Chris will tell you how you can do it for free. Chris, please go to our Instagram and type in at DocuSweeties and follow and like all of our posts and like make sure you're sharing it everywhere. Also do the same thing at TikTok. We exist there too. Also on X and Facebook. We are the DocuSweeties podcast Facebook group. We would love you to share our stuff on Reddit, Lipstick Alley, wherever you are. Honey, it really would help. Honey, I don't understand any other forums or blogs, but you tell me what's good for you. Other than that, give us five stars and a helpful, helpful review. Happy Valentine's Day, bitches. Bye.